everyone. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm Florence Bremer. I'm an attorney in Arizona. I've been an attorney for over 20 years. The Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm going to skip my usual introduction. I feel like my listeners know enough about me and wanted to just get right into the topics of the week. And of course, that is the coronavirus or COVID-19 and how everybody is um, coping with it. So I just wanted to start with talking about what my week at work was like and how at the office we're trying to cope with it. So we're doing the same thing that we did last week, which is the doors are locked to the public. And that's for our clients too, unfortunately. I'm doing only telephonic or Zoom meetings and have been dealing with the technology of that, but it's working okay. My associate, Tanya, is mainly working from home. She's coming in like once a week, grabbing new files, dropping off work, that sort of thing. But for this week, I had kind of a basic schedule, and then I did a schedule, and then whatever else I had to work around it. So my basic schedule was as follows. Get up about 5.30, 6, 6.30, sort of whenever I feel like getting up, sort of getting up with the sun, getting up with the baby. If I hear the baby, that kind of wakes me up too. And um, go down into the kitchen have some coffee. I think I've been drinking way too much coffee lately to tell you the truth, but we'll have um, a cup or two and then usually switch to tea after that. That's kind of what I've been doing. uh, So I'm not just constantly guzzling coffee all day. And then I'll work on emails or whatever documents that I have at home. And then I will get in the shower, get cleaned up, go to the office and my kids all three of them have been like when are you going to be home when I leave and I say when I get done whatever I get done and basically what I'm doing is returning any calls that I haven't already returned um, going back to my emails like everything right now as much as it was before by email like literally everything is by email and um, going through the actual physical mail And going through any work that's been done by my staff so I can prioritize and and get anything done. Or if I have something that I've been working on, bringing it to the office so it's ready for filing, whatever the case may be. And then I'll work till I'm done with the work that I do at the office. And then I usually run by my old house, grab a couple handfuls of things, bring them back to the new house, and go back to work with emails, phone calls, um, and any other documents that I have. And then it's usually dinner at night. In the evening, I am so stinking tired. Although I'm not having a regular court schedule, things feel hectic but in a different way. Um, Like there's more needed for like survival mode, if that makes sense. Um, Like for example, getting groceries. 
In the past, you could do a click list order through Fry's and you could pick it up the same day or if you ordered it too late, you could pick it up the next day. Now it's out a whole four or five days. So I keep track of the when we're starting to get a little low on stuff, put it in order. I can't pick it up for five days. And then I check in with the family to see who needs what, including my sister-in-law, who's not part of my household, so that if she's out of anything, she can get on the order as well. It's kind of an imperfect system because a lot of times the grocery store doesn't even have what we need. This week I put in an order and it was uh, my household, which includes two full families and then my adult daughter on top of it. And my sister-in-law was ordering some stuff for her household. The order was over $400. When I got the order, they were only able to supply about $250 of the groceries. So it's, you know, a challenge. Everybody's facing it. And then um, at night, I read a little bit before I go to bed. And... I'm just so tired that I pass out at night. And another thing that I do kind of in the late afternoon, early evening, is I take the baby for a walk in his stroller. And he loves it. And I love just getting the fresh air. And it's repeat, repeat. This is what I've been doing for the last few weeks. And then it's mixed up by whatever I have going on at the office. Like, for example, Tuesday was my billing day. So that was a day where I had to get my billing statements out and, and take care of that kind of stuff. On Wednesday, I had a mediation, which was conducted entirely by Zoom. And I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, and it lasted pretty much the whole day. It lasted from like 830 to two. And um, then on Thursday, I had a bunch of telephonic meetings, including a telephonic clemency meeting, where the clemency board just basically said, We'll call you when you call when we call you, and you're not going to recognize the number because we don't even know what number we're calling from. So I had to have my cell phone tethered to me for the entire day. And then Friday, a couple more meetings, and um, and that was it. Like that was the week. So, um, I also wanted to talk about because my associate had just emailed me about this. She said, how is it going in terms of new business? Well, not good, as, as I think anyone with a business knows. So from January to February, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, on top of it all, my allergies have been the worst. I'm just completely stuffed up all the time. I went for a walk yesterday and there was the most ugly ragweed you've ever seen in your life <coughs> with all sorts of tiny blossoms all over it. And I've been taking allergy pills and drinking so much water and so much tea, but there's only so much it can do. All right. So new business, like not great. Like generally what happens... Um, January, February, the whole year before, I will have numerous new business meetings at my office. I, well, right now I'm not taking them, you know, in terms of meeting in person. A couple of people have called and 
and wanted to have an in-person meeting, I don't feel safe about it. I don't think it's safe for my staff. I don't think it's safe for the people who want to come in. Just everyone has to be really careful. But I've been doing a ton of telephonic um, consultations. But it's not really resulting in new business. It's a lot of people who are just trying to figure out what's going on. People have a lot of questions for me about how COVID-19 may affect their business or their family law matters. And a lot of my answers are, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm just like everybody else. Like, there's only so much that I can know. I had um, a client ask me to interpret um, Governor Ducey's directive regarding, I, I don't know if it's really called shelter in place in Arizona, but I'll call it that for this purposes, to interpret it in terms of businesses. And I could only interpret it as much as I could interpret it. I mean, there's no... It was something that came out this week. It's a couple pages long. It's fairly clear, but I think there's also a lot that it doesn't mention. It talks a lot about the types of businesses that can stay open. It doesn't really address what the other businesses are supposed to do that don't stay open. Can they offer some sort of other services? You know, things like that. So I try to interpret it the best that I could. So I'm just getting a lot of calls like that. You know, people calling me saying, I don't feel safe that my, you know, my kids are going to my ex-spouse's house because what about the coronavirus? And I'm sure the ex-spouse is thinking the same thing. What about, you know, my ex-spouse's house? How, you know, I don't feel safe about it. So it's just very, very weird, very odd time. And, and, um, Definitely not like a whole lot of new business coming in. Signed a few clients, did it all by email and uh, links and DocuSign and sending documents over. Just sort of doing the best that we can. So it's working out okay. I can thankfully say I'm still pretty busy. Um, My month of April has a variety of different hearings on it. Um, Many have changed to telephonic. Tuesday, I have an in-person one. I'm still sort of flabbergasted and disturbed by it that I I actually have a hearing where I'm supposed to go in. I haven't been in court in uh, several weeks at this point. Uh, Lots of telephonics for sure, but not actually in in person. Uh, So I will keep you posted on that one. Um, I wanted to talk about Zoom a little bit. So I did a mediation on Wednesday where it was all Zoom. And I had been using it the week before, like on a trial. And there's an app that you can put on your phone and use Zoom. And I just did it through the app when I did the test run for the mediation. And it worked fine. And then so I brought my MacBook, which has been a great computer for me, like a great computer. I've had it for several years at this point, and um, it just has worked great for me. Like, I do not have problems with it. And then when I was doing the Z- the Zoom mediation, um, because I figured it was easier than, like, kind of, kind of with a phone, you kind of have to hold it or prop it up. And I'm like, with a laptop, you just open it up. So this will be easier. And it kept freezing. And then I couldn't get back in. I couldn't get back in because I found out the host had to keep 
basically inviting me back in, like sort of like I was a vampire. And, um, but then when I got back in, it kept freezing and I finally figured it out, uh, later in the evening. Cause then my church group had a zoom meeting and I tried to connect to it from home because I kept thinking, I think this is my internet at the office. I think my internet is not working right, but it turns out to be my MacBook. The zoom is making my MacBook crash and freeze. So I looked it up and I f- saw that many people were having that as a problem with MacBook. So I'm going to have to, going forward, not use Zoom on it. But I have some alternatives. I can use the cell phone. That's fine. I also have an iPad that has a keyboard. And I tried that when when my Mac kept crashing from the church group and I was figuring out okay, it's my computer. It's not the other side. It's not the internet strength. And then when I used my um, iPad, it, it worked fine. So that will be the fix for me is that I can't do it on my laptop. I have to do it on the um, iPad. So that'll work. So just want to bring that to your attention. So if you're having problems with Zoom, it may be the actual device that you're on. Try a different device and see if that works. Another tip um, that I heard, which really didn't apply to me because that wasn't my problem, was sometimes resetting the router uh, or modem can get it to um, kick in. So I'm going to just talk about kind of some random stuff too. Um, some tips that I've been doing to save money keep my time occupied, try to remain happy, have some cheerfulness. Um, So I just wanted to share that with everybody. I know one of the big things that I've always talked about on this podcast is my Saturday walk. So I decided to keep that in place. And I haven't really been able to do it for the last few weeks because I was moving Um, I was in Canyon Ranch a couple weeks ago, which now seems like a million miles away, even though it was just a few weeks back. Um, I was, uh, tried a walking path last weekend, which really didn't make me happy. I know how weird that sounds, but I've been walking this path from my old house that are just paths that I love and, and really makes me feel connected to nature. For the most part, they are um, deserted. And, and, you know, sometimes you run into someone and they're always friendly. And, and I really just love the scenery in these paths. And I realized last week that I'm still able to do that. Really, all I have to do is just cut out the going to my old house. But otherwise, I can do the same loop from my new house. And it works out great. So I was really, really happy, you know, looking for joy in the little things, that made me as happy as heck. And walking the whole path is like right at exactly five miles, which is where I like to be on the weekends for a walk. So that all worked out great. So that made me very, very happy. I will tell you something very odd that I saw. I saw a bobcat in a subdivision with lots of houses just strolling as leisurely and as uh, um, slowly as you can 
ever imagine. And uh, if you've never seen a bobcat, it's, you know, kind of looks like a little cougar, but um, a lot smaller, sort of bigger than a house cat, about the size of maybe a medium dog. And I see this bobcat, and it's the first time in over 20 years of living in Anthem that I've seen a bobcat. I've seen lots of people will have, they always put pictures, like someone will see one in their backyard by their pool, and they'll take a picture of it, or someone will see one on their fence. I had never seen one in person, and I'm thinking, I don't know where to run to. I don't know if it's going to chase me, if I don't know if it's going to come towards me. And it just leisurely walked in the other direction from me. It wasn't skittish like a coyote, where like a coyote kind of runs quickly from you, usually. Um, it just took a stroll and I, it reminded me of, um, like Jurassic Park three, where there's nobody on the Jurassic Park islands and the dinosaurs are just ruling the world. So with, um, (laughs) with the neighborhoods being so quiet, I'm guessing the bobcats are ruling the world. So with my walk, I actually ended up because I went on a second walk later, I walked seven and a half miles. It was kind of like a Disneyland day where you're just walking and walking. I sure was sore. I'll tell you that. I'm getting old. But I found my new path and I was really excited about it. Another new update for me is I got a new phone. I am very resistant to change. Change is very hard for me. Things like a new phone or a new computer messes with my world for quite a bit. And my sister-in-law had been telling me forever change to Sprint. I was with Verizon. I was having connectivity problems. Even though Verizon acts like they're the greatest, they're not. I was having connectivity problems in my office and then moved to the new house and was having connectivity problems. Plus Verizon is not a unlimited data. It's unlimited data in the sense that your phone will still work, but when you get into a certain amount of data use, they shut off your regular high-speed data and they put you on this super slow data. All that happened when I didn't have internet at the new house. So I didn't have a phone that worked well and I had no internet. So I couldn't even use like the hotspot on my phone, for instance, to log onto my laptop. So I went to Sprint and it cut my bill in more than half. It's given me 25,000 Sprint miles, which is, um, I'm like, well, I don't know when I'll, I was calling Sprint miles, American Airline miles. So that's like a round trip ticket to somewhere if, if we're ever able to travel again, God willing, and a couple hundred dollar gift cards and a gift card to my sister-in-law for referring referring me. And I got an iPhone XR. I was on a seven and I was on the seven for almost three years and it worked well. Like I had no problem with it. I think I'm, you know, pretty good at taking care of my phone. I've never, fingers crossed. I've never had, uh, I've never broken a screen. I've never like, um, had my cell phone go into a pool of water, you know, like nothing crazy like that. So I've had the same cell phone. It looks like it's in perfect brand new condition. Um, But this phone, the new phone is really, really nice. It's so fast. The screen's so clear. Like I'm really, really enjoying it. So it's helping with my work and my personal life. and, And I have to say that's a blessing at this time. 
Um, a couple of other things I'm just going to throw out there is that um, there's, I at my new place, I'm not doing cable. I'm just done with cable. There's too many streaming platforms. So I have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, and um, Disney Plus. And throughout these four platforms, like, one of my daughter pays for one and then like I pay for one, you know, like we kind of split it up. So we split up the cost. And then today I just did the AMC premiere. Um, I've been watching Better Call Saul all weekend and it has commercials and I'm tired of it. And they had a special, you could get a year for $30 and they have a bunch of like really fun looking shows on it. So I figure for less than $3 a month, you know, what, it's fine, you know, and, and plus I don't have the cable bill of a hundred bucks um, a month anymore as well. So that's a little tip as well. Oh, the show Better Call Saul, I've kind of binged it over the weekend. I was working and, and then I would watch it a little bit, and go back to work. And um, it's a really good season. It's really starting to go into Breaking Bad territory. So um, there's a big Breaking Bad character that's back this year not Jesse not Walt but a big one and I won't say who in case anyone wants to watch it and I don't want to spoil the surprise uh what else do I have going on oh, another thing I've been doing is just trying to find little bits of hope wherever I can and I've noticed my girls have kind of been doing this too there's some vines um that grow on my back wall and I'll tell you, my intention was, as soon as I got into this house, was to tear out these vines. And everyone was like, no, see, you know, see if you like them, you know, before you just start tearing them out. And now these vines are uh, sprouting these little yellow flowers. And all I can do is just say, it seems like a little wink from God, a little hope from God just to say, hey, I'm still here. Here's these little yellow flowers to bring you some brightness. And it's been bringing brightness to my girls too. Like they've been talking about it. Like they say each time they go out there and they see a new yellow flower, it's just like a little bit of hope to them. Other little bits of hope, I see kids riding bikes everywhere and walking with their families. And there's little messages on all the sidewalks that people have written on sidewalk chalk, just saying things about love and Easter and sunshine and hope. And so, you know, everyone is in this together. I've decided that this, uh, we're all in this together by high school, uh, from high school musical is my theme song for this coronavirus. Um, so do yourself a favor and Watch it on YouTube, and hopefully that brightens up your day a little bit. Uh, this week I went to Costco. Uh, so if you haven't been to Costco during all of this, know that they only let a certain amount of people in the store at one time. If there are too many people in the store, they have you wait outside in lines that resemble a very busy Disneyland ride. Like out the door, around the corner, 
in um in like the the ropes, you know, roping people off, which in one sense, I look at that and I say, how is this helping everyone having everyone outside? So instead of all being in the store, everyone's outside. I don't know. It, it, it does seem like there's things that's inconsistent to me and how this all is being handled, but that's how it's being handled. <coughs> I have decided that I'm not going to stand in that line. So there was one day that we went there and there was probably, I can't even begin to tell you how many people there were over a hundred maybe. And we just drove away. <coughs> so this time we went on a weekday. This is a couple weeks after things I think are um, settling down a bit. And there was no line at all. When we left, there was probably about 10 people in line. But when we got there, there was no people. And it was um, a weekday around five that I went, if that helps anyone at all. So what did I get at Costco? I was looking for fun things. I was looking for things for meals that would be great. Um, like I, I got like a broccoli salad mix, um, some things for the freezer, some foods for the freezer, a great big apple pie. I think it was like $6. It was very good. I don't really like apple pie that much, but this was actually very good. I will say that Costco has a great bakery, like maybe the best. And for the first time in forever, I actually bought some books. We have a little area of the house that I'm calling the library that has some bookshelves, and we've all pooled our books together. So everybody can just go grab a book. And so I um, wanted to get a couple of books for it. So I bought the baby uh, some uh, little books um, based on the movie Frozen. They're the little baby board books. And um, I bought... Um, all three of my girls to share some poetry books that we love. And I got my youngest daughter some junior high workbooks that are really cute. And she's been kind of playing with them throughout the week. Okay, what else can I help you with? A thing that I've been doing too is I've just been sort of journaling on my iPhone. It's not a beautiful journal. It's not anything anyone will want to read. But if I'm having some thoughts for the podcast or just having some thoughts in general on what, uh, on everything, on whatever, I'll just kind of journal in my iPhone. Um, today I sat out by my pool and just put my feet in and just wrote down like kind of some random notes. Okay, here's some more tips for trying to get through this all. We've been trying to have like movie and game nights, but I've been so stinking tired. It has not been working. We had an at last Saturday had an actual like great movie night where we purchased a new movie for 1999 called The Hunt. We got popcorn from Harkins. You can do curbside movie theater popcorn and did take out from Red Robin. Like that was a true movie night. Um, otherwise, I've not been doing well at it. I've been kind of tired about it. I'm reading a book called The Glass Castle, which is a brand new book. It's about a the guy who is doing the Ponzi scheme. He's a very much a Bernie Madoff guy. And knowing what I know about Bernie Madoff, like they're taking actual 
details from his Ponzi scheme, like almost word for word. But he's kind of in the background. There's a main character. Her name is Vincent, which I know is usually a man's name, but she's Vincent. And this book is beautifully written. She thinks things that are eerie for this time that's going on right now, which are eerie to read because this book, of course, was written before everything. And um, it's, I can't even begin to explain it, but I recommend this book so far. I'm a couple hundred pages. No, I'm probably about a hundred pages into it. I've been reading about a dozen pages every night, a couple dozen pages every night. And then I'm just out. We tried to have a movie night last night and found a new movie on Hulu called The Prodigy that I had remembered that I had wanted to see at the movies, but then it just kind of came and went. It was from last year. We turned out the lights, sat on the couch. Five minutes into the movie, I was sleeping. I wake up like an hour later and got up and went to bed. When I first moved to this new house, I was going to sleep like at midnight and getting up at six. Like I was completely thrown off. And now I think it's all just sort of gotten to me. Like it's all sort of hit me, you know, like the moving and working at the same time and the coronavirus stuff. And and now I'm just tired. I wanted to share with you a couple of fun ideas that we have on this ongoing list that we plan on doing, but really haven't gotten to it yet because of this, like I said, this constant busyness and tiredness. But we're going to have a prom at my house with my girls and my um, daughters missed prom the first time around. Um, and now they're adults, so they'll never go to a real prom. So we're going to have a prom. We're also going to do an in-house potluck where everybody makes something. Um, we're, we plan on doing some game nights, although we haven't been great about it. And, um, I'll tell you what we did this week that we like really cracked us up. If you've ever heard of the game taboo, it's a card where you have to describe. So on the card, there will be a, a phrase, like say a phrase or a person, like for say example, I'll say Bruce Willis. But then there's words that you cannot say to describe Bruce Willis. Like you can't say movie, you can't say actor, you can't say Demi Moore. So there's different things that you can't say. And they're the things that you want to say. So we were just doing it informally, like not keeping score or playing a game. But we took out some of the cards and we're doing it. And we were cracking up. Um all right. What else? So I told you about streaming Better Call Saul. Yes, I highly recommend it. If you haven't seen it already, it is on Netflix. You can watch up until uh, season four and then season five is on AMC. If you have cable, you can watch it with commercials on the app. Uh, what else? Oh, I was... Um, listening to the Film Vault podcast this weekend, and they had recommended a documentary about Chris Benoit, B-E-N-O-I-T. I don't know if you remember him, but he was a WWE wrestler from over 10 years ago, and then he just 
snapped and killed his wife and his seven-year-old son. And so the Vice Channel did a documentary, and you can watch this on the Vice Channel with commercials, and it's very few commercials. And um, I'm just starting to get into it, but it's very interesting. I've also been watching um, sermons on CCV and um, through my friend who is also a pastor. He has a church in Casa Grande called um, Desert Sky Southern Baptist Church. So I've been watching the sermons as well. And anyone can um, watch sermons online. Like, you know, you never have to pay for them. And this year at CCV, they're having an Easter online. So that's next weekend. And they're inviting people to join from everywhere. And I highly recommend it. Like we, we all need something right now. Um, another thing I'm doing, so the book that I'm reading, The Glass Castle, I'm reading on my library app. So you can still check out books from the library using the app and getting them electronically. Like you could do this on your phone, your iPad, whatever device you have. And on the Maricopa County Public Libraries, I've been using this app called uh, OneDrive. And for probably the last year, it keeps saying, uh, use Libby instead and you'll like it better or like whatever it was that it was saying. Like, I think they're transitioning over. But again, because I don't like change, I was um, not going to this Libby app. And so now that everything is like so messed up and so quiet. I thought, well, why not? Let me download it and check it out. Maybe I'll like it better. It works really nice. And so I highly recommend it. The on um, the OverDrive la- um, app, sometimes the books, like you can read them on your Kindle. You can download them to your Kindle, but you have to like take a step and then download them to your King- Kindle. And then your Kindle has to and you can do a Kindle app too on your iPad. You don't have to like have a physical Kindle. But sometimes it won't show up on there or sometimes the books aren't available in a Kindle and it'll just let you read them in a browser, which is a pain in the butt. But on the Libby app, it's just like all in one. So I highly recommend it if you haven't switched over. Another thing I'll recommend is listening to some music that you love. My daughter was listening to some Ray Charles today, and I just really, I just kind of was sitting there kind of rocking back and forth, just happy to hear his voice. And um, also this week, my daughter put on, um, I gave her a DVD several years ago that just has all Madonna videos. And Madonna always looks beautiful in her videos, and she's always doing fun dances. And so she had it on, and it just like cheered me up just to like hear a little music, see a little dancing. Right now, the world is so quiet, and I'm really starting to miss things that I took for granted, like going to movies, just getting on a plane and not worrying about it, grabbing a quick pedicure, meeting a friend for coffee, sitting by myself in a restaurant having breakfast, seeing my parents. Like, I haven't seen my parents in a few weeks. They live down the street, and I checked in with them to see if they wanted to come over. They weren't feeling super comfortable about it. They're just trying to stay safe. They're in their 70s. So they're very worried and scared. So I miss seeing my parents and they don't have 
they don't have a smartphone. Like they don't know how to use that. So I can't even FaceTime with them. Um, I miss my brother. He uh, asked to pick up a board game from my house and he asked that we leave it outside so he could pick it up. Never in a million years would there be a situation where my brother wouldn't come in to say hello. So just that type of stuff I'm like really starting to miss. I'm thinking, getting very uh, nostalgic, thinking a lot about the last year where I was able to take these great trips. You know, I was thinking about when my husband and I were in Seattle and we just had this like lovely time, you know, of just uh, having nice meals and, and a quiet time or when I went to Mardi Gras a year ago, you know, things like that that just feel a million miles away. So I don't know if it's good to think about it or bad to think about it. Maybe it's putting me in a funk. But I appreciate you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate your comments. Thank you so much. Sorry I sound nasally. It's just, I think all this blooming is just really, really getting to me. Um, okay. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. Facebook under my name and under my business, Law Office of Florence Brummer. You can find me on my website, BrummerLaw.com. And we're also on Patreon. So thanks so much. Have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I will touch base with you next week.